The unofficial end to summer is here. School has started for most, football season is upon us, and soon the leaves will be changing color. At the DSR Network, we remain as busy as ever with a full slate of podcasts scheduled for the fall. In the coming weeks, we'll be launching two new shows with new hosts, creating even more content for our members. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, bonus content, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of September, you'll receive 20% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SCHOOL at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SCHOOL. Thank you for your support. It's September 11th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. U.S. President Joe Biden revealed that he had high-level talks with Chinese Premier Li Chung at the G20 summit in New Delhi, marking the highest-level meeting between the two countries in nearly 10 months. While they discussed issues related to stability in the global economic situation, Biden emphasized that it was not a confrontational meeting. Biden mentioned China's economic challenges, including a slowing economy, issues in the real estate sector, and high youth unemployment, calling it a crisis. However, he expressed doubt that these economic problems would lead China to invade Taiwan and reaffirm the U.S. commitment to the Pacific region. Biden also noted that recent moves by China to restrict the use of U.S.-designed Apple iPhones by state employees were an attempt to alter trade dynamics, emphasizing his sincere intent to improve the U.S.-China relationship. Americans across the country are commemorating the 22nd anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks. Gathering at various memorials, firehouses, city halls, and other locations to remember the tragic event that claimed nearly 3,000 lives and significantly impacted U.S. foreign policy and domestic concerns. President Joe Biden joined the remembrance at a military base in Anchorage, emphasizing that the effects of 9-11 were felt throughout the nation, even in remote areas. Many communities conducted moments of silence, rang bells, held candlelight vigils, and engaged in volunteer work as part of the National Day of Service and Remembrance. At Ground Zero, Vice President Kamala Harris joined the ceremony, where victims' relatives read aloud the names of the deceased, and First Lady Jill Biden laid a wreath at the Pentagon's 9-11 memorial. The Flight 93 National Memorial in Pennsylvania also hosted a remembrance event, focusing on educating the next generation about the significance of 9-11. Biden's visit to Alaska marked the first time a president commemorated the event in the western U.S., reaffirming the nation's commitment to never forget the tragic day. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is reportedly heading to Russia for a potential meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin, according to South Korean media outlets, although neither country has officially confirmed the meeting. Putin arrived in Vladivostok, Russia on Monday adding to the speculation. The meeting is expected as arms negotiations between North Korea and Russia progress. 
If it occurs, it would be Kim's first foreign trip since the COVID-19 pandemic began and his 10th trip overall since taking power in 2011. This potential meeting could have significant implications for North Korea's access to weapons and could potentially affect ongoing tensions with the United States and sanctions on North Korea. In other news, Spain's suspended football federation president, Luis Rubiales, has announced his resignation following intense public criticism for forcibly kissing footballer Jenny Hermoso at the Women's World Cup final. He expressed his desire to prevent negative impacts on Spanish football due to the disproportionate campaign against him. This decision came as journalist Pierce Morgan released a clip of an upcoming interview in which Rubiales confirmed his resignation and mentioned his father's advice to preserve his dignity. His actions at the World Cup final had sparked a broader conversation about sexism in Spanish society, leading to calls from top politicians and football federation heads for his resignation. Despite asserting his innocence, Rubiales believed that his suspension by FIFA's disciplinary committee and a sexual assault investigation by Spain's national court made it impossible for him to remain in his position without harming the federation and football as a whole. He emphasized his commitment to the truth prevailing despite facing persecution and lies. Russia's foreign minister Sergei Lavrov has praised a joint declaration by G20 leaders during their summit in Delhi for avoiding condemnation of Russia's actions in the Ukraine conflict. The statement did not mention Russian aggression, but did call for refraining from using force for territorial gain. Lavrov viewed this as a positive step and emphasized that consensus was unexpected. While the UK and the US supported the joint statement, Ukraine, which was not invited to the summit this year, criticized it as nothing to be proud of. The summit also saw agreements on climate and biofuels, but failed to commit to phasing out fossil fuels. This year's G20 highlighted a shift in power dynamics within the group, moving toward emerging giants, particularly in Asia and India, aimed to make the G20 more inclusive with greater participation from global South countries. Rescuers have started reaching remote mountain villages in Morocco affected by the powerful earthquake, the strongest in over a century. But many settlements are still awaiting assistance days after the disaster. Landslides have blocked some roads in the Atlas Mountains near Marrakesh, where the earthquake with a magnitude of at least 6.8 killed over 2,100 people. Power and phone services remain unavailable to many survivors, leading to criticism of the government's response. International rescue teams from the UK and Spain have arrived, with more on the way. Villages with mud-brick houses have seen up to half of their homes flattened. The government's limited communication and response have sparked criticism on social media, although Moroccan law criminalizes criticism of the king. Several countries and aid groups have pledged assistance, but some are still awaiting approval from Morocco as rural hospitals are overwhelmed. In lighter news, Novak Djokovic won the U.S. Open, defeating Daniil Medvedev 6-3-7-6-6-3 and claiming his 24th major championship, tying Margaret Court for the most Grand Slam singles titles in tennis history. Djokovic is the first person to win 24 titles in the Open era. The victory came after a straight-sets win, but Djokovic faced some challenging rallies and a lengthy second set. 
Djokovic's win marked a significant achievement in tennis history, and he also paid tribute to late NBA star Kobe Bryant with a Mamba Forever t-shirt. Coco Goff, the 19-year-old tennis sensation, is embracing her newfound stardom and has her eyes on winning more Grand Slam championships after clinching the U.S. Open title. Goff, who is the first American teenager to win at Flushing Meadows since Serena Williams in 1999, aims to continue her success in tennis and has no plans to change who she is despite the fame and expectations. Her maturity, both on and off the court, sets her apart, and she's focused on improving her game to win as many slams as possible. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.